This parak, this chapter, has gone a little bit sidetracked from the main subject matter of this mesechta, the paraduma, and we're in the middle of a list of different cases where a particular source of impurity transmits impurity to something else, and when that other item touches a third item, the third item will become tome. However, if the original source of impurity touches the third item directly, it does not make it impure. And this is very unusual in the world of the laws of Tumar, because in general, when the impurity is transmitted onto something else, it becomes on a lower level. However, due to particular laws, most of them being Midjira Bonon, Rabbinic decrees, so we emerge with certain cases where this unusual outcome occurs. And the Mishnah lists many different cases like that. One who eats a novella of a kosher bird. A novella refers to an animal that dies without having received a proper slaughtering, and it is forbidden to eat such an animal. And indeed, such an animal is a source of impurity. However, it is learned from Psukim that the only way that it transmits its impurity is by eating it. If somebody eats it, then he becomes impure. And the Pesukim described that he becomes impure to such a degree that even the clothes that he is wearing become Tomei, as the Mishnah describes. If it is in his throat, which means that he eats the novella, he eats that, the meat of the kosher bird, then he becomes impure to a degree that Matami begodim, he would make his clothes impure as well. Whereas Hanavela Atzma, the dead animal itself, does not have the ability to make items of clothing and any utensils impure by direct contact. And Hari Zeoimer, the item of clothing that the person is wearing and it becomes Tomei, that item of clothing, so to speak, says to the person, the Mishnah imagines, the source of your impurity, Leitimuni, didn't and cannot make me impure. Whereas the Atar, you who became impure from that bird, Timesani, you have made me impure. This is the way of the Mishnah noting the unusual outcome. And interestingly, this is one of the only cases in the Perek where we have this unusual outcome on a Mid-Oraisa level, according to the Torah. Most of the other examples are as a result of various rabbinic stringencies. Mishnah hey, in general, a source of impurity is called an av literally meaning a father impurity, whereas something that becomes impure from that source of impurity is called a vlad which literally means a child impurity. And the law is that utensils and people can only become tome from an av and they become what is called a Rishon Latumah, which means that it's one step removed from the original source of impurity. But if that person or utensil then touches another person or object, so it's a Rishon Latumah touching something else, that other item will not become impure. That having been said, if food touches a Rishon Latumah, food or drink, then it would become impure, and it would be called a Shani Latumah which means that it's two, it's two steps removed from that original source of impurity. Now, for regular foods and drink, that is the maximum. If that food or drink that is a shani latuma touches another item of food, that other food will remain pure, because it's already too far removed from the original source of impurity. However, for certain sanctified foods like truma, which is the 
portion of produce that is given to a koyen and only kohanim can eat. Because of its additional level of sanctity, it can become tome even by touching a sheni latuma. And truma that becomes tome cannot be eaten, it needs to be burnt. And what we just described is all on a midoiraisa level, according to the strict letter of the law, midoiraisa, according to the Torah. However, there are certain liquids that are actually sources of impurity themselves. There are an avhatuma, for example, a zov is a person who has certain substances that come out of his male organ, and that liquid is an avhatuma, so if a person or an object touches it, they will become tommy midoiraisa. In order that people wouldn't get confused between those liquids and other liquids that are only Tommy Midrabonon, they decreed that even liquids that are only Tommy Midrabonon would make items and people Tome in the same way as these liquids make other items and people Tome. And because of that, although Kolvlana Tumes Enumitame Kalim, anything that became Tome from a source of impurity, so it isn't an Avhatuma itself, such an item is not able to make another object impure, because utensils can only become tommy if they touch the avhatuma, the source of impurity itself. However, the exception to that is elomashke, except for a tommy liquid. If a tommy liquid, even if it's only on the level of a shiny latuma, it's two, step rem- two steps removed from the original source of impurity. If it touches a utensil, the, ut- u- the utensil becomes tommy midrabonon. And that utensil becomes tome on the level of a rishon latuma. So fascinatingly, it actually goes up a level. The liquid itself is a sheni latuma. It's two steps removed from the original source of impurity. But the object, midrabonon, becomes tome as if it touched an avhatuma. Because the whole concern is that people will get confused between the liquids. So just like when a liquid that is an avhatuma touches an object, the object becomes tome on the level of a rishon latuma, one step removed from the source of impurity, so too when the utensil touches a liquid that is a sheni latuma, two steps removed from the original source of impurity, the utensil, we treat it as if it's on the level of something that became tome directly from an avhatuma, from the source of impurity. Now, in this case, the utensil is on the level of a rishon latuma, as if it's one step removed from a avhatuma, and therefore, if a liquid touches it, the liquid will become tome as a sheni latoma. Liquid can always become tome even as a sheni latoma, the next step down. And if nitvamashke, the liquid becomes tome via touching that utensil, and then the liquid touches a different utensil, timahu, it would make it impure, because any impure liquid, midrabonon at least, makes a utensil impure. So once again, Harry Zeoimer, the utensil says to the liquid, Metam Echo, that which made you impure, the thing that was originally became impure from an Avhatuma, so it was only a Rishonatuma, Leitem Oni, that could not make me impure because I can only become Tome from an Avhatuma, from the actual source of impurity. But the Atar, you the liquid, Tmeisani, you did make me impure. Mishnevov, this Mishnah essentially gives a an example of the previous Mishnah's rule. In general, when a item touches or becomes Tommy from a dead body, since a dead body is the very highest level of impurity that exists, so a person or an item that becomes Tommy from the dead body directly become an Avhatuma themselves. 
There is, however, one exception, and that is an earthenware utensil. If an earthenware utensil becomes tome even directly from a dead body, it will only be on the level of a rishon letuma. It won't be considered an av hatuma itself, but only a rishon letuma, which is one step lower. And because of that, in klicheres mitame chaviroi, a earthenware utensil would never have the ability to make another earthenware utensil impure because it can never be an av hatuma. Elamashke, but it would make a liquid that touches it impure. And nitmamashke, once that liquid becomes impure, it can now timohu, it can make another object impure. As well, if it touches a different earthenware utensil, then that item will become tome. And Hariza Oimer, the earthenware utensil, supposedly says to the liquid, metam echa, that which made you tome, i.e. the earthenware utensil, loitimoni couldn't directly make me impure, because an earthenware utensil that touches another earthenware utensil does not become tome. Whereas for Ato, you, the tome liquid, Timesani made me impure, Midrabonon. Mishnah Zion, as you mentioned, a source of impurity is called an avhatoma. Something that touches that source of impurity, or becomes tome in a different way from the source, is a rishainatoma, which means that it's one step removed from the primary level of avhatoma. And if that item touches food, then the food becomes a sheni latoma, which is two steps removed. Now, if that food touches other food, in general, the third item along would not become tome. However, if it is truma, which is food that has a higher level of holiness and sanctity, so it would become tome even by touching a sheni latoma. And in the language of the Mishnah, it becomes invalidated, which means that it can no longer be eaten and it needs to be burnt. Now, this rabbinic law that if a liquid touches something that is tome, the liquid itself becomes tome, and then the liquid which touches another item will make the other item tome, the Mishnah shows that that applies to a liquid that even touches something that is a sheni latoma. So even though the food that the liquid touches is on a relatively low level of impurity, it would still make the liquid, even though the liquid is not truma liquid, it's regular liquid. The liquid will become tome, and it will become tome as if it touched an avhatoma. So the liquid would be on the level of a rishonatoma, something that is one step removed, one step lower from the original source, which is an avhatoma. So the Mishnah states the rule, anything that has the ability to invalidate truma, that is to say, anything, any food that is a sheni latuma, it's two levels lower than an avatuma, such that if it touched the truma, it would invalidate it. So that level of tuma, sheni latuma, would make liquid that touches it into a rishain latuma, the level of something that touched, it's only one step lower than an avatuma. Now, the law for a rishain latuma is that it can make another item impure, another food item, so that would become a sheni latuma. And if that touches truma, then the truma would become tome. And the Mishnah describes that as letame echad. It has the ability to make one other item that touches it impure. Not one other item. A- anything that touches it will become impure, but that item that became impure does not have the ability to make anything else impure, except for truma. So the lifsal echad, it would invalidate truma that it directly touches because the truma would be on the level of a shalishi latuma. The Mishnah mentions one exception to this, and that is a tavul yoim. A tavul yoim, as we have seen in a couple of cases in the Masechta, a tavul yoim is somebody who was tome, and he went to the mikveh, a collection of natural rainwater, 
in order to purify himself, and although for the most part that purifies him, he is still left with a small degree of impurity until the end of that day, until that night. Now, because he had impurity that the Torah essentially reduced and decreased, in this case, the Chachomim did not apply their decree. So that although the person is considered to be on the level of a Sheni Tumah, and therefore if he touched Trumah, the Trumah would become Tomei, Midoi Raisa, the rabbinic law that a Sheni Tumah that touches a liquid makes the liquid impure, that does not apply over here. So the Mishnah says, Chutzmah Tevul except for a Tevul that although he does have the ability to make truma tome, he would not make a regular liquid impure, and certainly not on the level of something that is one step lower than an avatuma. And the Mishnah and Zaf Haris the Oimer, the item that becomes impure, the, the food that becomes impure from the liquid, says to the liquid, Mutam Echa, that which made you tome, which is the item that was a shenil tuma loitim oni, that could not make me being a food item tome, because a regular food item does not become tome if it touches another shenil tuma. However, that tar, you the liquid that became yourself an even higher level, a rishenil tuma, so you do have the ability to make sunny to make me impure, just like any food that touches a rishenil tuma.